everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. Everybody, I was like, why don't we just use it on my laptop? He's like, that's not the problem. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. We're live. So, I check it. yeah, have a little check. See if we sound like um, aliens again. Um, oh, I'm frozen on our last chat with Jim Jam. Let's go. Let's go. Cisco. I listened to the Cisco thong song when I was working out the other day. And it's so surprisingly good. enjoyable. Okay, right. We're live. Okay, so. Jim Jam. Yep, fine. Boom. Hey. <coughs> Hi, fam. I'm quite impressed. Me too. We, I told you, right, should we tell the behind the scenes story yesterday with James? Before we did it, as some of you who are trying to watch live will have seen, we were having some real audio issues and James was having a complete meltdown. And I kept being like, let's just do it on my laptop where it always works. And he was like, it's not that fucking problem, Chloe. I was like, okay, it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> so we went in with a hot head. And, um, but I'm really glad that some of you found um, yesterday really uh, motivating and like, gave you a nice kick up the arse. Don't worry if you didn't. We all get motivated from different you know, things, people, conversations. Um, and if you actually found it to be not enjoyable, that's completely fine. Uh, you just need a different style of coaching. And Emma and I are trying to cater to everybody. Yeah, I think what was really interesting for me when, like, it made me think about it when James was talking about the guy that he coached who ne- who didn't do anything that he said. Yeah. The and basically, guy. that's the, like, that's the art of coaching, right? Because... Coaching athletes is easy as shit. Like, there's no motivation. Not, they're basically robots. You tell them what to yeah. do, and they get and they, do. and they do it to a T. If not, like a little bit more than what you've said. Like, they're so and easily. Yeah, and yeah, they do it easily because they're naturally gifted, or you know, or they they naturally are hard workers. Sorry, I'm gone. Yeah, well, I just and I think that this is one of the reasons that actually athletes often don't make very good coaches because they can't comprehend that you wouldn't be motivated and I think that's what I was like noticing from James because he was like not that he's not a good coach but I mean he was like yeah so and then he just didn't do it it's like why wouldn't you do it like why wouldn't you do what I say and it's like almost like I can't even imagine not doing that and I definitely when I started personal training that was me I was like oh yeah well I've given them a diet plan like like I can't I can't understand what the problem would possibly be like why wouldn't they just stick to it because then they'll know that they get results if they do but there's so much more to it and I think that's that's what makes our job really challenging but it's also what makes it so rewarding it's like rewarding you guys are real people like let's be honest fitness or like going to the gym and eating well it's not your number one priority it isn't your job like you're yeah. you know you might be a mum and a, have a job and whatever like you've got a life outside of fitness so that's why we have to balance that's why we preach about imperfect action and things like that and and why it's there's sort of more tips and tricks to get you to like get these behaviors within your life and and not even not stay motivated but like stay accountable and change ingrained behaviors that you already have 
in a way that mm. and I guess that's why we work so much on mindset as well yeah and Emma Emma made such a good point yesterday after the live you know we were talking over whatsapp and it is fair to say guys that you have you have a lot to be proud of if you've achieved any changes whether they're physical or mental or performance-based um you should feel really proud of yourself because you have to understand right James and you know all these boys were conditioned from childhood from boyhood latest adolescence absolute latest to basically be able to knuckle down work hard don't moan don't complain eyes on the prize when shit doesn't go well you don't lose a game or you don't get picked from a trial or whatever it is or even just to play for England that year um it, it, you are conditioned by your coaches and your teammates to essentially crack the fuck on and stay on course stay on track you know you can't freak out if you're losing and you've got 10 minutes to go before the whistle is blown you have to keep pushing and they are taught how to do this and if it does hit the fan and things do go wrong they are taught to get up the next day and carry the fuck on as if nothing happened or work harder right and you guys have to understand if you're in your 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s we've got all of you in the group you have you don't have that background you don't have that mental uh, conditioning and you don't have the physical conditioning don't forget about that either um and you guys are making changes later in life and that's a fucking hard thing to do because any therapist will tell you by the time you're in your mid-20s you're kind of your, your neurological behaviors and patterns are set so you should be fucking proud and I also you know Emma said this to me and I reiterated it to her because we love blowing smoke up each other's ass our job is a fucking hell of a lot harder than coaching a football team or a rugby team or, you know, a boxer who's been fighting since he was 13 years old, because we have to try and find different ways to motivate different clients. And like I said in the beginning, you're all different. We have a lot of you, for example, who've come from James Smith Academy, which is, you know, fantastic. And it's he's a fantastic coach, which is why he's done so fucking well. But he's not for everybody. You know, that kind of tough love thing isn't for everybody. Um, and if it didn't work for you, that's completely cool. Emma and I are here. We got you. And yeah, I'm really proud of us, and I'm really proud of all of you because I feel like we're doing something fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, it is interesting. So I think sometimes people put like <clears throat> elite level coaches on a pedestal. Like you'll see this in the fitness industry. Like, oh, they're a prep coach. They can get you in phenomenal shape. Like that's the absolute extreme. So they must be like the best kind of coach. And it's mm. not true at all. Like prepping people's easy as hell they're so highly motivated if I told them to yeah. eat cardboard they would eat cardboard like yeah. there's no you don't they're getting to... on a stage in a thong and yeah. being judged on their ass I mean how much more motivation do you need to get your fucking body in shape exactly but when there's like other things going on in someone's life and they're trying to make a change that works for them they're trying to find a way of dieting that works for them that's like is a balance between getting results but also enjoying their life and it being sustainable that's a really hard line to find and obviously yeah. it's individual for everyone um but that's like the joy I get from coaching like I don't really enjoy just writing out a program that I know someone's gonna stick to to an absolute T like I like yeah. the adaptation and I like the challenge yeah yeah I like the challenge it is rewarding there's a couple of people we've had in the EC method I would say there's literally two and they're, they're, I think, and I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, they're our biggest challenge. And the the feeling we're going to get as and when, and it is a matter of time, as and when their ball starts rolling will be, I mean, second to none. It's always worth it. The juice is always worth the squeeze. Agreed. Right. Are you ready for the questions? 
Yeah, I feel really bad because you like have done them all. You should. You really need to start sending them to me so I can help you out. It's fine. I've come up with a new uh, way of doing it. System. Yeah, systems. This Trello royally fucked us. <laughs> yeah, no more Trello. Right. Okay. I've been loving the gym workouts, and now with the new lockdown restrictions in place, that can't happen. Now, of course, you have provided great home workouts. However, I just don't enjoy any kind of workouts at home. Did we do this last time? No. No, we've done it on Facebook. Um, now, I would like to do some of... But I don't want to do my my hard... I don't want to undo my hard work. But my main point is, if I continue to do my steps and keep up my calories and protein, will I have much muscle loss? And how long does muscle deterioration take? I'd like to add how much I've loved these this program and the amazing education you've given thank you okay so this is a case where i think some tough love is required like yeah no look i'm sorry most people don't enjoy home workouts it's not as fun as gym fact like end of but will it will you still get results doing it yes is it a short period of time yes will you go a little bit backwards if you don't do anything between now and a month down the line given that you can like there is absolutely no reason you can't do it Mm -hmm. apart from that you find them a little bit boring just do it yeah it would be my like suck it up up and do it suck it up and do it (laughs) like um the question about like muscle deterioration will you lose muscle mass in a month of not doing any exercise or workouts yes yeah will you lose it if you continue to do your home workouts even if it's just body weight probably not or way less um the scary thing about muscle loss is that when you're inactive it happens like ridiculously fast like scarily fast so when people are bed bound within like a couple of days you can see substantial muscle loss which is like crazy scary but when people just keep reminding that muscle that it's being used i.e by doing some home workouts it's quite easy to maintain the muscle mass that you have. So if that's not motivation enough for you, then... I don't know what it's... <laughs> Fear. So the Daily Mail strategy of coaching. <laughs> Scare them shitless. Um, no, I completely agree with Emma. I would say, first of all, home workouts, if you have weights, are, in my opinion and experience, just as enjoyable as being in a gym. Like, absolutely. If you don't have weights, I agree. It can be a bit fucking annoying. But as Emma said, so if you're, yeah, look, if you're completely inactive, uh, you know, uh, muscle loss can occur in a matter of days. If you are active, it will normally start to occur. I think studies have shown around that two, three, four week mark, right? And it kind of depends on how inactive you are. Um, If you are, let's just even say every other day doing a set of push-ups, squat jumps, sit-ups, um tricep dips all the things that you can do at home you know to exhaust you know to muscle fatigue you're not going to lose that muscle it's not it's not going to happen of course there are some things if you don't have weights at home which are going to be hard like uh lat raises so lateral uh uh delt muscles right but i've actually put in uh some of the weighted workouts like um side planks right and that is going to work that muscle so there's a lot you can do and as emma said uh do it because otherwise you are going to go backwards. And and sometimes life isn't fucking ideal and you have to crack on because the goal hasn't changed. And that's the end of that. Yeah. 
or accept that you're not going to get good results ideally not that one mm. but I mean you have to be realistic with it but in kind of like the tough love we were talking about yesterday like yeah there's always going to be an excuse if you look for it sure the home workouts aren't as exciting as going to the gym where you don't enjoy them as much but not everything in life is as fun as the gym um <laughs> next question i'm five foot two and 54 in surgical menopause for the last four years i have toned but only lost three pounds i am exercising four times a week and keeping to calories not always achieving protein levels should i drop my calories i'm i'm currently on 1580 i am a yo-yo dieter and trying to get to nine stone thank you um right so we always say if you're doing any less than five workouts a week you can always add one um over we would look much rather that everybody increase their expenditure than decrease their uh, calorie intake via food um so there's that uh did she say she was hitting steps sorry i was trying to take that all in um she didn't mention no she didn't mention yeah. steps so yeah i would look at that as well like yeah. i would as chloe's saying like we try and get workouts up to five a week steps up to twelve thousand. yeah that maybe we would consider lowering calories i don't even think but you also could... hit your protein first yeah. and foremost hit your protein because that you know first of all toning isn't a thing we talk about this all the time toning is increased muscle mass and decreased body fat um, sometimes, you know, we always say newbies can achieve the two simultaneously in the beginning. Um, most of the time, it's something you need to focus on singularly. Um, you know, and again, we can kind of hover around your results with maintenance. But uh, generally speaking, to get that muscle mass and to get and to and to kind of how again, with the thermic effect of food. And again, this is, this is quite nuanced and specific and not that big of a deal. But getting that protein intake is something I would much rather that you start to smash pre-dropping calories and then when you're consistent with all of the above then give it two weeks and then we can consider dropping you yeah i, I would say as well like you've lost three pounds yeah that's that's pretty good loss um yeah. and you said that you're a previous yo-yo dieter which sort of is like a red flag for me and that you're probably quite used to just keeping dropping the calories it's not worked before we don't want to drop your calories to an extent that you're then over restricted and then you you know, end up putting weight on again and have to diet again. Like we want this to be done right, done once and maintainable. So exactly. I don't think, like, I don't want to rush it. There isn't any rush. And I think you're doing really well. I think you're basically on track. I, and most of the time we read these and it's like patience. All you need patience. is a drop of patience. Like if we don't change anything, then you'll still get results. And I think there's like a bit of a confirmation bias because often you get to this point and you think that you've plateaued so you change something and then your weight does drop but mm. if you hadn't changed anything your weight still would have dropped it's just that's yeah. not normally what you do so in your head you think oh i need to do that because this is what i always do this is what always happens then i need to change something then it drops but actually if you were just consistent for another two weeks you would lose anyway and in a much yeah. more sustainable way agreed uh, okay next question i keep snacking after lunch and i feel like i can't say no to friends and family when they want a not when they want naughtier food how do i resist and tackle this okay so we've, we talked about snacking loads so 
if you make sure that you have three, four, five, you know, square meals a day of, you know, your protein and your veg, that is going to leave you feeling very satiated. I'm talking a big bowl of broccoli mash or cauliflower rice or courgette spaghetti or a mega salad or stir fry, whatever it is with your protein, that's going to leave you feeling satiated. And if you want to leave room for, you know, either, we said this before, you know, a naughty snack, like, I don't know, a bag of Maltesers or, you know, a slightly less naughty snack, like a protein bar, just because you're getting your protein off, which is what we want um, after your meal, fine. Um, but you A, leave room for one, not five snacks and B you shouldn't actually be that hungry if you're having big voluminous you know protein and veggie meals so there's that when it comes to friends wanting quote-unquote naughty foods um you just need to make sure I mean I, I doubt that that's happening every day so you just need to make sure that you know you're you're not overdoing it maybe once or twice a week and then you know call it and that you're leaving enough calories in order for yourself to do that so if that means you have to fast through breakfast fine if that means you have to fast through breakfast and lunch it's not ideal but again calories above all else is it's important to remember that fine if you want to bank some some calories around that fine but you just you, you can't make a habit of it and you just got to say to them look I'm kind of on a plan and I'm on track and I can't do this more than once or twice a week yeah I think you nailed that I think you're <laughs> right as well about um snacking it's often habitual not hunger driven so one yeah. thing would be to really try and like, and this might sound really silly, but ask yourself out loud, if you can, am I hungry mm. for this before you eat something? So is yeah. it, oh, I always just like at this time at 3pm, I normally have a snack or it, because everyone else is having a cup of tea, I'll have a cup of tea and a biscuit as well. Are you actually hungry for it? And I think that's mm. a good thing to ask before like each meal. And then you stop after and you think like how full I am. So start thinking about, how hungry and how full you are because one of the downsides of tracking is that we can sort of lose touch with our own satiety cues because we're like oh yeah I eat this given portion because that's what my fitness pal says and that's what I've tracked and blah 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 when actually you might have needed a little bit less you might need a little bit more and it's still really important to stay in touch with your hunger levels because long term that's really what we want you to get into is a more habitual way oh sorry like intuitive way of eating where yeah. you don't really have to track and you're more just going on how you feel how hungry you are and making sure you're fueling yourself well but the reason that we don't start with that is because initially doing that has probably what's what's made you put on weight yeah and that's why you're in a position where you want to lose a bit of body fat so we need to sort of reset realign your hunger levels and then relearn listening to them yeah okay next question i think we just need to refer back to the podcast we just did but controlling your mindset when it's good when it's not good to go as fast as you'd like or to start circling the fuck it bucket how to get to, how to get a grip and keep moving forwards positively on the success express i added the last bit Ah, love it. Yeah, so uh, I yeah, refer back to the last podcast. But look, you know, just because you're having a shit day or a shit week because you're due on or whatever it is, the goal isn't going anywhere. You know, the goal, the fact that you wanted to achieve it two years ago is not going to change. You're still going to want to achieve it two hours from now. You need to keep your eyes on the prize and you need to accept that you're going to have shit days. And as much as you can control a positive mental attitude, do, you know, because 
ultimately the journey's not going to change and there's no point in going through hell every day trying to get there you've got to try and find the enjoyment and the positives in the journey um or you're never going to get to the goal yeah there's a quite a good saying and i think the first time i heard it i was a bit like oh wishy-washy shit but it's actually so (laughs) true that it's something it was something about a road trip and it was like the the journey is the enjoyment the trip yeah yeah so don't wish away the journey because when you get to the final destination that's over and like to a larger extent like that's life isn't it like why are you wishing away time until you're dead like you'll get there eventually and, and but you have to enjoy the process and that's exactly what we try and do like make it a little bit fun it doesn't all have to be serious do stuff you enjoy do exercise you enjoy eat food that you enjoy while you're also meeting your goal like that's the way Mm -hmm. to do it so that you're not wishing away time oh I'll be happy when I get to x number on the scale no you can be happy now but still working towards that goal yeah um how well how well are you both equipped to coach someone who is pregnant through an eight week and onwards ec method I'm asking for the next round. Oh, congratulations. How exciting. That's so exciting. Yeah, we're very well equipped. Honestly, we so many to... of my clients are pregnant at the moment. Same. It's How freaking is me out. Like... It's really weird. Um, I love it. Like, <laughs> and me and you are just like, children. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, we're totally equipped. I love that, um, actually. James yesterday was like, some people just want to have kids, have a nine to five and die. And you were like, oh, <laughs> that's know. an okay goal for some people. Like, if that's what people want to do, that's fine. Some people do just like that is that that's how they like picture their life joy. And yeah. like, and James obviously cannot comprehend that at all because he's just not like that. But um, especially women, like a lot of women are literally like built for that kind of goal and that's fine he just doesn't understand yeah. James obviously has issues understanding women as well so, so yeah so speaking to a whole group of women I was like mm, we're, <laughs> there's a caveat to this anyway um yes we're completely equipped to um tell you what you what what you can do what you can't do uh what you can eat what you can't eat um and absolutely well equipped to train you through it uh it, I, I'm personally qualified in that I'm sure Emma is too and also, um, it's very simple. It's there's literally I could fill half a page of what you can and can't do, and you'd be fine. Um, the only thing I will say is, and this is just based on my experience. I'm not projecting this onto you at all, but just based on experience, I have a lot of people coming to me asking me if they can achieve like fat loss or you know body transformation while pregnant, which kind of makes me laugh because I'm like, your body is doing something it needs to do right now. Obviously, that doesn't apply to people who are potentially kind of at high risk because of obesity or things like that. Then that is something that we need to work towards throughout their pregnancy. Um, but if you're not, you know, obese or, or high risk because of your body weight, because of your weight or your body fat, um, then then you know we can make sure that you're fit and healthy. But body transformation obviously is going to happen <laughs> in that context. Yeah, uh, Emma. I think I think what changes is your priorities like our number one priority now for you is a happy healthy pregnancy yeah and so that comes first now part of that is staying active and not just like for your mental health as well like you don't have to completely lose your body to this or like lose your own sort of 
self to this. If you're someone who's always enjoyed exercising, enjoys fueling their body well, that doesn't mean that during this time it has to stop. And if anything, it's going to benefit your pregnancy. And there are huge benefits to exercising during pregnancy. There are certain things that we'd want you to avoid. We obviously wouldn't put you in a massive calorie deficit given that you are growing a human inside you. Um, yeah but as chloe's saying like there's not i think some people overcomplicate it and i think they overcomplicate it in order to like sell a plan because you need to work with a specialist pregnancy personal trainer no one else would understand blah 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 that's not true like obviously listen to your doctor obviously run anything you know like run the program past them just so you've both got peace of mind oh i'm doing this you know i'm not gonna push myself too hard but like, is it okay to continue doing this during this trimester? Like, speak to your midwife. It's it's like a yeah. collaboration thing. But yeah. most of the time, it comes down to the individual. Like, you can have the best, like, quote-unquote... Like, I remember doing prenatal, and it was like, this is how they'll feel during this time, and this time. Absolute <laughs> bullshit. Like, some people... I mean, you always hear about people that Everyone's are like... Everyone's different. I didn't even notice I was pregnant until six months later, and you're like how on earth and then other people are like a week in having really bad sickness the whole time oh yeah and if you're trying to stick to a diet like a lot of it is just the support as well like a couple of my clients are really struggling with um I would say morning sickness but like seems to be all day sickness and they're like oh I'm really worried I'm not getting my protein in and it's like eat whatever you can at the moment like all you're eating is dry toast like I don't think we really need to stress about the fact you're not getting protein in because yeah at the moment like just keeping anything down is great um so yeah I think just having some people to support you during that time is brilliant and everyone's journey is completely different so it's very hard to give generic advice on that front yeah but I mean even like like re-exercise is four things that you should avoid doing. And that's lying on, I won't go into science because there's no point, I'll just make it super easy. Lying on your front, lying on your back, really any jumping or any high intensity. That's literally it, everything or progression. So you can't, don't ever aim to go into the gym and beat your best lift or beat your best time in, on the treadmill doing hit. No, it's not progression, it's maintenance. And everything needs to be kept at like a moderate, a low to moderate intensity. Um, but your lifts can stay in there don't lie on your front don't lie on your back for fucking obvious reasons um and other than that yeah calories we'd probably gradually work you up not too gradually pretty quickly but we would work you up and we try and keep you being health-minded and hydrated and yeah and, and rest days obviously maybe every other day would be a rest day but you could hit your steps and it's very simple it's not complicated at all yeah it's so much of it's just how you feel as well Mm. one of my friends is pregnant and um I feel so honored because she's five months pregnant and I'm the only friend she's told and I'm like I feel so honored with this news do you know what's cool about being a PT as well is that like I was like the first person to know about so many of these because you have to like we if anyone by the way is listening on the easy method like we have to know if you're pregnant that's a really important piece of information so a lot of (laughs) people are like yeah, I've not told anyone, but like, guys, I am, I am. And then we get to be like the really excited first people, which is so It's cool. such a privilege. Like, you know, when you're the first person your friend calls when they get engaged and you're like, who have you told? And they're like, you're the first one. And you're like, oh my God, it's like the best present in the world. Um, Yeah, she's pregnant. She's having like the best pregnancy. She's totally fine. She's really active. She rides a lot. She's like, she's having the best time with it. And she's fine. But her, um, funnily enough, what a family member of hers is so sick. 
with her pregnancy that she's been in hospital for two weeks. So yeah, it is super individual, but Emma and I would be honored to coach you all through it. And yes, we do know how. Uh, we'd be pretty shit if we didn't. <laughs> yeah, it does happen to, I'm going to say most women. Yeah. <laughs> so it has, it, yeah, it has come up a few times. um not a question just to say i'm loving this plan calories are not overly restrictive or super low which i've experienced and not been successful on before podcast is so informative thank you huh um oh sorry there's just lots of really nice (laughs) ones that aren't questions but i always feel a bit weird reading them out but um self-congratulating i love them you guys are so great just want to say a big thank you to you both and to all the group members the support and positivity is inspiring and it's so good to know that everyone is there for each other that's really cute what can i do to make myself feel like i've had at least one treat meal i love takeaway and pizza and i can't seem to bank the calories to have one bake away baby yeah bake away but also you definitely can. Yeah. You, like, so so pizza will fuck you. I'll just put it out there, right? So if you order like a Domino's pizza, I mean, you're talking like bare minimum 2,000 calories, right? Which obviously is like impossible to make up if you're on a 1,500 a day deficit. Um, but you, you could get one of those, you know, they get these small ones, which will probably be like, what, 1,200 calories, which is a lot easier to make up, or maybe even less, maybe even 900, which is a lot easier to make up. Um, and that, there's, yes, a, there's a, like, good pizza. Where is it from? I think it might have been, like, Asda or Sainsbury's or something. But it's, like, 400 calories, but it's, like, really good yeah. chicken one or something. Muscle meat. Muscle meat be really good ones as well. And you don't have to go to, like, you know, a, a, a supplement company. But there, there are options as well, yeah, for, for frozen pizzas. Um. There's a, there is a really good one. I do know what I do. I think I do know what you're talking about. There's a really good one that's like 500 ish calories. Anyway, uh, go look at search your supermarket aisles for your favorite kind of takeaway foods and do that. Indian food is bloody easy to, to eat and keep in your calories with. The only thing that's really calorific about it. So if you go for like dry chicken tikka and then you go for all the, you know, vegetable bhajis, you get a huge plate of a huge bowl of volume and protein. The only thing that's really calorific about it is, of course, it's it's all cooked and simmered in oil. So you yeah, just add a tablespoon. It's all like deep fat dish. fried. Well, no, so chicken tikka dry. No, but like isn't absolutely... like all the bhajis? They're just like. No, it depends which region of India. So uh, I think I'm talking about the northern region of India. That's all vegetable dishes. It's basically like oh, just, okay. it's just like fried, but not fried, but. It's basically it's vegetable dishes like like um, uh, brinjal bhaji, which is uh, aubergine or mushroom bhaji, cauliflower bhaji, all of it. Now it's really it's absolutely fine. All the ingredients are fine, but it is all cooked in oil. So then you just take everything that you order and you add a tablespoon of oil, which is 100, 200 calories per thing. Other than that, it's very easy to do. Um, there's so much that's easy to do. Um, uh, what else is that? I have a few more tips. McDonald's very easy to fit into your calories guys like really easy cheap food to fit in there you know every other day if you want it although I wouldn't suggest you do that but anyway yeah you just need to think with you use your noggin yeah yeah surprisingly easy actually um <clears throat> just feel a wee bit lost I'm not losing weight should I drop my calories I've tried to add more uh, cardio, but I've not slept great this week. So I'm struggling with energy levels and time for workouts. 
no. Um, I mean, firstly, we, as you would probably know, like we need all of your information. So yeah. we don't know what calories you're on in order to drop them. But equally, like if you're already struggling with energy levels, not sleeping well is going to make you hungrier, harder to stick to your diet, harder to train, harder to get your steps in. Mm-hmm. Like I think we just need to take it back down to basics and consistency because like mm-hmm. this sort of thing happens quite a lot and then you're trying to add in cardio when you're not sleeping well and that just makes the whole process harder so I would go right back to get your steps in get your workouts in make sure you're hitting your calorie target and also potentially take away I don't know if you're already doing this or not but if you are like saving a load of calories for the weekend stop doing that try and make Mm -hmm. it an even split throughout the week so that you're fueling yourself well and that after a couple of days to like you might have to do it for a couple of weeks to get those energy levels back up like it's not an immediate thing I think a lot of people think that oh you know I increased my calories for two weeks uh, for two days but I didn't feel any different like it's gonna take time like consistently getting in enough sleep getting in enough calories and your mood and your energy levels should start coming up agreed with everything and yeah we need way more than that you need to tag us on Facebook with your your numbers babes yeah um I just need to get off my ass and work out at home just because I can't go to the gym doesn't mean I can't exercise and just because it's dark outside doesn't mean it's bedtime okay well that wasn't a question but yes agreed yeah I like it um help I'm losing my bum it's always quite peachy even (laughs) if I do say so myself however as I'm losing weight um it now seems to be getting flatter and not as round I must have it must have been fat that was keeping it pumped up what are the best exercises to do to help reverse the flatness I have a resistance band and some dumbbells okay so this is uh, really normal guys listen goodbye boobs goodbye bum yeah yeah (laughs) When you lose body fat, you have to understand that unless you've spent a significant portion of time in a muscle building phase working on those curves, they are going to disappear because you're losing you're losing that volume on your on your body. Um, and bum and boobs, as Emma just said, unfortunately do tend to fall by the wayside. Now we can work on this when you come out of fat loss. Uh, we can really start to work on kind of glute workouts, glute days, how many days a week you're doing, what you're doing when you're doing them, obviously meal timing and stuff like that. And we can really spend a, a, a period of time focusing on growing your glute muscles. Um, but it does take time. While you're in your fat loss phase, it's unlikely you're going to start growing those glutes. Um, but uh, I would say obviously doing things like uh, glute bridge holds, hip thrusts, Emma loves lunges. Any kickbacks you can do, like with resistance bands, is great. Um, and yeah, any kind of um, abductor work. So like uh, lying down and, and kind of opening your legs, <laughs> lol, <laughs> like a clam, uh, with a resistance band around them or even crab walks, kind of think like crab lunges. <laughs> uh, there, are, there are things you can do to try and get that pump and that fullness, but I'm not going to lie to you. You might just need to spend a period of time in muscle building. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you see the reverse of this all the time with bikini girls as well, where they like go off season and they're like, look at my glute gains. And I'm like, you literally just put on some body fat, which is yeah. great, like fine. But let's be real, it's not muscle. No. Um, 
Okay, next question. I suffer with arthritis and other things, and my left wrist is particularly affected. I'm trying to build up to doing a full push-up, but the combination of being new to this type of training and my joints makes it hard. Do you think that strapping would help, or should I just continue and take it slowly? Thank you again for all your advice, the Lives Podcast. I really think I've found something that works for me and the results, and I am... I am hoping for actually, I will actually reach. Sorry, I ruined that by the by the end. Um, no, you're sad. Okay. Oh, I'm really sorry that you struggle with arthritis. Yeah. I would try strapping up. Like everyone's a little bit different. Like I've had clients who suffer with arthritis, and they do actually find that a wrist support helps a bit. Whether yeah. that's because it's protection or it just keeps it in a different position is like debatable so I would try it the other thing that I found useful for them with push-ups is instead of having your hand like that like against the floor have it like either as a fist which makes it a little bit harder or hold on to a chair so that you're like in a neutral position of your wrist because it's often that pushing the wrist back that's causing the pain so try neutral position of your wrist um and yeah, like it's just going to be about working around it and seeing what causes the least pain for you. Uh, I completely agree. To, uh, uh, Emma's given that advice before, and it's great. You you can still get great um, results from the workouts without yeah uh, flexing your wrist so much. I'm really sorry too. I know it sucks. James has it, and I'm not going to lie. It's a horrible thing to have to watch him deal with every fucking day. Um, Obviously, I'm sure, given that you have this, you already know, but I would speak to your doctor about things like oral injections, um, even like, even, uh, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Surface? It's not the word I'm looking for. I can't remember. Uh, Is things it like botrol. No, but yes, but no, that's not the word I was looking for. I can't remember. That um, might be a good one to try because it's just a supplement. It's cheap. It's a really high dose antioxidant. It's it comes from broccoli extract right so it's quote-unquote natural and you know (laughs) there's no I can't see that there would be a negative to taking it and it might help with some of the inflammation because that's what's happening with arthritis is this chronic inflammation and if you can reduce that um that might alleviate symptoms a little bit and I think it's just worth a go it's a pretty cheap supplement so a hundred percent. And I agree with Emma. Strapping does tend to help in terms of actual, you know, activity, workouts and, and stuff like that. So yeah, give it a go. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I would say don't do anything that's going to hurt it or inflame it. There's so many things you can do uh, that aren't going to fuck with your wrists. So yeah, feel also feel free to tag us and ask for alternative exercises. We've, we've had to do it a couple of times. So it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is not a question just thanks again for getting us all on the success express <laughs> looking yes, forward to christmas yes. accountability uh, oh my god all of our expressions are taking off it's a <laughs> dream come true do you know what i was thinking the other day oh it was the post about the um gloves and i was like just have calluses and then eat them like chloe does and then someone was yeah. like well you could always save them for ron Everybody. I was like, I actually love that there's now like in jokes in the group. Yeah, there's in jokes. We have our own EC banter. One honey pee. Honey 
I actually stole that off Billy Vanapola, and it's like now I say it every fucking day. It's best. Well, honey pee. Well, honey pee. Do you know what I caught What's myself saying yesterday? Rig. What? I said rig. And yeah, I was like, that's James. James. That's James. Those rugby boys will get you. What else do they say? Stay crumble instead of stay humble. I picked that one up for a while. I let it go, but maybe I'll bring it back. <laughs> Stay crumble. <clears throat> okay. Stay crumble, Bob, yeah? The sad step is still re- still really hasn't budged down. Um, I've dropped my calories to 1,600. Do you think I should ma- I would maybe benefit from adding a few extra cardio sessions in? I am doing 12,000 steps, two off body workouts, two lower body workouts, and a half hour sweat class. Do you think I should try and add extra cardio to get the scales moving? No. And hopefully better fat loss rather than lowering calories. I just feel like we are week four now and I haven't seen some of the amazing progress. Um... Basically, I haven't seen the progress I thought I would given the work I've put in. I love the program and the podcast, keeping me positive and focused. Okay, it sounds like you're already doing a lot. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think adding cardio is probably the best idea. The only thing I would say, guys, is if after you're doing our, you know, either gym or home weighted workouts and it really only applies to those two if you want to jump on any cardio machine or even just go outside for a walk whatever and do 10 20 30 minutes of cardio um fine i would say start small and just like we talk about with with dropping calories only increase by five to ten minutes uh when you're not when you're at your lower calories and you're not seeing anything but you don't want to be doing like a fucking hour of cardio every day after lifting. Like it's just not necessary. And there's lots of other stuff that we can do instead. Sorry, guys, I have to sit back because my back is like fucking, I don't know what I've done. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I would say. Um, but always, you know, tag us on Facebook so we can actually coach you through that. I'm just a bit hesitant to give like workout yeah, I would like, to like know that over the live. What your current weight is, because if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm only four foot tall and I weigh 40 kilograms and I'm like yeah actually okay maybe we could drop your calories but yeah I doubt that that is true I mean I think sometimes as well like just as I said like oh you don't think you need to add cardio I think sometimes it's the perception of that so for example I would be yeah. totally happy for you to add 5,000 steps a day yeah from, from walking because you're also listening to a podcast or you know if it's more habitual and easy what I don't want is you feeling like you need to burn calories via cardio because I think that can turn yeah. into quite a restrictive cycle but yeah if you're like oh yeah do you know what I don't mind standing on the cross trainer for half an hour while I listen to a podcast or reply to emails or message my mate or even like I'm on a phone call like that yeah. seems like to me that seems fine because yeah. you're doing something else and it's not just about like burning calories but you're staying active at the same time like cool that's great it's kind of fitting into your life because you're doing something else two birds one stone but what we don't want is you like forcing yourself to do hours of cardio yeah a hundred percent yeah i let guys i I typically will finish off most days if i have the time my weightlifting session with 10 20 minutes of cardio even if i'm not in a fatless phase because i've talked about it before i like being cardiovascularly fit and also during that time, it's usually steady state and I usually get through a lot of work on my phone by the time I'm done. So it kind of works for me. But if I'm running low on time, that's the first thing that gets dropped. 
Okay. Um... I'm so gangster right now with my gangster <laughs> Like, yo. So We're all important. basically sitting in Chloe's crotch, which is nice. And <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the EC here. method. <laughs> you will never have this i actually love it guys i got back-to-back podcasts like all day every day this week and this is like my most informal one i'm like oh they don't mind they're fine okay (laughs) right well we'll do a couple more questions how many people would you cap the ec method at and follow on from that would you ever limit the number of times someone can sign up for the ec method no we would never limit it like, have we spoken no, about this quite a lot in that like eight weeks is an arbitrary period of time because we know we can get your results in eight weeks but realistically if you want a real lifestyle change you should be staying on for longer than that anyway like yeah i mean stay as long as yeah. you want as long as you're getting something from it as well don't feel like because a lot of people now i would say they don't need to be here but they like being here you don't yeah you know there's a lot of things that you a lot of people who go to personal trainers don't quote unquote need a personal trainer but they like having one and that's absolutely fine as well like if it's adding to your life great stay stay as long as you want we want you guys to stay as long as you want um our cap number we do have a number in mind uh we do know what it is um usually uh well so far with every round of the ec method we have bought on some help whether it's tech tech help, whether it's uh, physio help. Uh, we also have a couple of people in mind on standby if we ever need some actual coaching help um, who we love and respect and Emma has worked with before and I love um, and have followed for a long time. So, you know, we do have a number in mind of where we'd be like, wow, that's enough. But we also tend to increase that number every round or two because we bring in help. Um, but we would never, ever, ever in a million years te- treat you guys like you're a cattle drive or every single one of you matters. And we would never drop the ball, uh, professionally speaking, because our pride would take a hit. And we like yeah. feeling like good coaches. <laughs> yeah, I think. And we've got a number in our head, but really, that's quite arbitrary in that if we ever got to a point where we're like, we're not able to answer these questions, we don't feel like we're supporting our clients well enough, people aren't getting results then we'd yeah. be like, right, okay, well, we need to cap it at a lower number. Yeah. But at the moment, we're all good. <clears throat> okay, all next good. question. Run up to, to Christmas and still working in the office. Any tips on Christmas snacks that people bring in and how not to be that person who says no to them? Um, don't want to feel left out. Obviously, I know I could track under the rest of uh and basically i know i could count for them but just wondered if you have any tips mm. okay first of all i would say there's nothing wrong with being that person who's like actually no i don't i don't think that that aligns with my goals right now like i i think it's all mo- most of the time in your head that you're gonna look bad and that actually people will be like oh fine oh you make me feel bad now but then they forget two seconds like who the fuck cares whatever so stack up and be that person when you need to be. Um, or if you're like, oh, I actually really want to have a mince pie, have one mince pie, not two or three, and track it. And then then you're all good to go. Yeah, or just tell everyone that you're vegan and that none, you can't eat any of the stuff. 
I mean, that's likely going to incite more of a response than just being like, actually, I'm trying to lose a few pounds. No, before but you Christmas. know what? I'm not sure it does. <laughs> like, I think if you're in an opportunity, um, it's actually like my belief that I'm, you know, I'm vegan for my own reasons. Then people aren't like, oh, just have one. It's like when someone's like, oh, just true. just have one drink. And you're like, I'm. it's against my religion to drink. No one's going to be like, no one go on though, well, just have AA. one. Whereas if I'm you're like, do you know what? It. It, it doesn't really align with my goals at the moment. They're like, oh, stop being boring. Yeah, that's such a good point, actually. You make a really good point. So, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't use that. But I also think that you can very easily, like, turn something down without making a big deal out of it. Like, you don't have to be like, guys, I'm not having a mince pie. I'm on a diet. <laughs> No, yeah, can't have one. Can't have one. Wouldn't allow it. Emma and Chloe wouldn't allow it. I've joined the EC method. I'm on a diet. It's not for me. No, sorry. You could just say, oh, no, I'm okay. Thanks. I'm not, or you I'm not really hungry. When people offer me a mince pie or any kind of horrific Christmas treat like that, say, fucking rank, get that shit away from me. No Christmas pudding, no fruitcake, no mince pie. Anything with sultanas in it can die a death. Bye. And then no one ever offers me mince pies anymore. Sounds sweet. Well, there's, there's that yeah if, if you don't want to be ranked. like hated in the office or you know <laughs> potentially a little bit rude you could just say oh what? just turn around <laughs> yeah. do you want like, a mince pie while uh, <laughs> 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 we're on this serene or however you say it absolutely not if anybody like that is not a treat that is torture like this what about the one that doesn't have sultanas in I didn't know that there was one. That oh yeah, there's ones chance. now that are like um, orange, chocolate orange, and toffee apple. Oh. No, really, I can get really nice. Really nice. Not toffee apple. No. No. Yeah. Nope. Oh. Hard, sticky, not pleasant to eat. No. <laughs> no, it's like a toffee apple flavor. It's not an actual. Yeah, but apple. I don't like apple rumble with grenade. I had a bit. <laughs> had a bit. I of saw a, that video. I was like, what? The- they put a fucking leaf blower on my face. It was horrific. Anyway, like any fruity... No. No. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, then. Um... What do you hate, Emma? Come on, there must be a food that you're like, no. Cloves. Absolutely, that everyone else loves. Cloves. Blech. Yeah, that's Christmassy as well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Um, <laughs> I think avocado is quite overrated. Yeah, there's a time and a place for avocado, but it's not every day on eggs. I don't really understand that. <laughs> yeah, there's a time and a place, and it's nowhere near me. <laughs> Thank you. Never and in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> time and a place for non-alcoholic beer. Never and in the bin. My dad always tries to get forces non-alcoholic beer on me. I'm like, ooh, calories for no alcohol. Absolutely yeah, not. That's what I don't understand. I don't... Yeah, but they're not drinking that. Right. They're being good. <clears throat> right, okay, last question. And then we've got grads on Friday. So if you've not heard your question, it's because it says grads. In terms of fat loss and extra cardio, is there any form that is better than another or does it not matter what we do? P.S. Just off the back of no snack week. So happy I did it and thank you for the advice. Love you both. Um, Uh, Do you know what? I mean, technically, the best cardio for fat loss in terms of physiologically would be whatever burns the most calories. Yeah. Um, But more from, like, probably whatever you enjoy. As I was saying before, like, if it fits into your life and you're like, do you know what? I could quite easily get up every morning 
and instead of answering emails on my laptop I can actually answer most of them on my phone while I'm walking or while I'm on a cross trainer or you know there's little admin things I could be doing while doing something else I think if it can fit into your life and you're sort of killing two birds with one stone I think that's a much better way to incorporate cardio but yeah usually something that's like weight bearing like you're probably going to burn more calories jogging than you are sitting on a bike yeah I agree. I never really understood why people do cardio sat down. I don't, I also don't like lifting with that. I, I'm like, get up, you know, like be functional here, but that's just personal preference. Um, Yeah, Emma's right. Anything that burns the most calories, which would likely be hit, but you can't do hit for really that long period of time if you're doing it properly. And also it, it is, it beats the body up, you know, it's hard to recover from. So doing it every day is not something I would recommend. Um, if you have more time doing like moderate intensity, so like Emma said, something like a jog would be great. And if you have more time, let's say you have a dog and you go for an hour walk every morning, that's low intensity. That's great too. Um, it's really more about time spent and calories burned. Uh, I think I know who asked this question. I think I've gone through it with her already. Okay, just to finish, this is not a question only because you guys have already answered in the group. I just wanted to say bloody well done for remaining so positive. There are negative posts in the group now and again, and when questions are repeated a lot. Um, I like that you have included the gratitude question in the self-assessment. I changed the self-assessment this week. I know, I saw. As I had felt maybe a gratitude podcast would be helpful. Some people seem to forget that we are in a pandemic, people are dying. We are in lockdown to help ourselves and others and we are extremely fortunate not to have COVID or know slash lose anyone and to be able to participate in an eight-week training program. So sorry, kind of off tangent. But that's true. Like I think it's so easy to forget how how amazing it is. Like even I think this is quite useful when you're dieting a lot of the time as well, when you're kind of like in that victim mentality mindset of, oh, this is so hard, blah, blah, blah. Like remembering how bloody lucky you are to be able to diet like how lucky are you even to be able to choose what you eat and have the option of that and then when you sort of realize how privileged you are in that sense it becomes a hell of a lot easier to just be like okay I probably could say no to that second bag of crisps or I probably Uh could pick a slightly lower calorie option when I go out for dinner like yeah you can yeah Emma's really good with this as well like it's so funny I feel like either even when you're being serious and you're like are you fucking joking it's a pandemic or when you're being funny and you're like it's a pandemic it's like my favorite sentence it's a pandemic have you um, seen um that i think it went round like this this girl and she's like i would invite you over but it's a pandemic it's so funny <laughs> wait you finish your point oh, i'm gonna Emma. find it um yeah emma's great with stuff like this and she's been really good for me in this sense as well um there's a lot to be grateful for and, you know, just slightly off topic, but kind of in, in staying in the theme of your question. Don't forget, guys, in a Western world, it's become the norm that on every fucking street corner, every time we walk anywhere, we have direct access to as much fucking food as we want to eat. We can eat whatever we want, whenever we want. And I hate to be a dick about it, but that's not OK in any way, shape or form. It's not good for your body. It's not good for your mind. It's not good for the human race and it's why we are having such a huge health crisis an obesity crisis specifically but also a health crisis generally um and it's not okay and actually at some point you really have to you know put on your evolutionary hat and be like "Mm, 
I should say no. This is not good for me. And actually, you know, don't say it out loud because you don't want to sound like a preachy dick. But be like, this isn't good for the world. Like, you have to be able to, to implement some self-control and your life will only improve when you do that. And if you start with food, which is probably a good idea, um, you're on to a winner. Agreed. And then just to finish on a light and shit. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite bit is right at the end she's like scary <laughs> i love it how she laughs every time she says it what it's a send me that link <clears throat> okay so right okay bye okay. guys see you friday bye fam Bye.